If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. A widening project continues in Petaluma. The extra lanes should relieve congestion and improve traffic flow. Overnight and weekend ramp closures are on tap this month. On southbound Highway 101, the right lane and off-ramp at Washington Street is scheduled to be closed at 8 p.m. tonight to 6 a.m. Friday, and the extra lanes in Petaluma should relieve congestion and improve traffic flow. So the next round of closures will actually kick in a little more than a week later. Uh, So beginning at 9 p.m. on March 18th, the southbound off-ramp at Washington will be closed through 3 p.m., to March 19th. It will close again at 9 p.m. that night and reopen at 7 a.m. on March 20th. We're going to keep you updated as that keeps happening, and I'm sure Elaine will as well. But the winding work should be finished in late 2023 or early 2024. It's going to be a long, lengthy project, but it should help everyone that's traveling through Petaluma. Sounds like it'll definitely be worth it. The second week of the Major League Baseball season was canceled so bummed about this. The league and players can't agree on a collective bargaining agreement. The second week of cancellations puts a 162-game season in jeopardy. If MLB doesn't pay the players full pay and service time, the Players Association could remove concessions from the table and both sides could drift further apart. The MLB's lockout is approaching 100 days and we already have the first you know, a couple of series canceled and all that stuff. And it seems like uh, they're just not agreeing on anything. And we're going to continue to wait to see if the Giants and the A's are going to be playing soon. It's just like two kids fighting over a toy right now or something. It really (laughs) is. I really hope they can figure it out soon. So this may have slipped by the other night, but Miranda Lambert. She earned her first Entertainer of the Year award at the ACM's But that actually made her a member of the ACM Triple Crown. So that's when you've won New Artist of the Year, Female Artist of the Year or Male, and of course, Entertainer of the Year. So the Academy of Country Music has yet to reveal when Miranda will receive the Triple Crown. But this is really cool, and I'm just so happy for her. She was so grateful to receive Entertainer of the Year award. She said, this is something I've been waiting for for years and years and years, and it's finally happened. Amber and Tanner in the morning. I realize this is a really weird question, but I thought this was so interesting when I read it yesterday. Do you always wash a specific body part first in the shower or do you mix it up? That's the question. So apparently some lifestyle expert claims the spot you scrub first might reveal something about your personality. Seriously? Yeah, and... So there's a list of six body parts and what she says they mean. So let's read through the list, Tanner, and then we'll talk about what body parts we wash first, okay? It starts with your face. If it's the first place you wash, you love money and might struggle to get along with other people. After that, it's your shoulders. You're loyal, reliable, devoted, and tend to carry the world on your shoulders. Next is your armpits. You're attentive, but might come across as naive and lacking confidence. Uh, Next thing on the list is your chest. If you wash that first in the shower, you're honest and loyal, but also stressed out a lot. Next is your hair. You're a hopeless romantic who's usually immersed in your own thoughts. Also, you have the temperament of an intellectual and an artist. Oh. Huh. Also, this one, um, random. 
Like, if you don't go any specific order, you're apparently an adventurous person who doesn't like to be bored. So personally, I always start with my shoulders, like right here. And I don't think it's any particular reason other than like it's the closest body part I can reach. Uh, So I guess what that says about me is I'm loyal and devoted and I don't know that that's true. (laughs) But what about you, Tanner? I always wash my hair first. My hair is what I go for and that apparently means I'm a hopeless romantic. And I would agree that I'm immersed in my own thoughts pretty often. That happens in the shower, though, doesn't it? What, being immersed in your own thoughts? Yeah, why not? Yeah. That's where I get a lot of my ideas. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. (laughs) Shower thoughts. (laughs) Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. Everybody talks about bad habits. What is your good habit? Let's flip the script because yesterday on the show, I was talking about how my worst habit is just leaving coats on my computer chair and that my it drives my girlfriend absolutely nuts. And after the show, I was like, you know what? You're being a little too hard on yourself. You're talking about the negative negativity too much. So let's flip that and talk about some good habits that we carry in our lives, whether it's at home, work, or just in your day-to-day life. Amber, what is a good habit you have? Um, I think this is like purely selfish. But to me, I think it's a good habit. I try to take really good care of my skin. I have like a five-step routine (laughs) that I do every single night. And if I don't do it, it kind of throws me off. But a lot of people don't. And people ask me, you know, why is your skin so soft? Why do you take such good care of your skin? Like, how do you do it? I'm like, I take the time out of my day to take care of my skin. Yeah, I, and that's, that's like, a great habit. It's the only good habit I think that I have. It's <laughs> well, my best quality. Of the hab- good habits you have, I would say that is one of the best ones. <laughs> uh, my good habit is whenever I'm at a grocery store, or like a Target or something like that, I always put my car back no matter what. And if there are stragglers hanging around the parking lot, I take those back too. Well, I don't know what kind of people put the shopping carts like randomly in the parking lot. Like, well, I don't I don't know what kind of person you have to be to not return a shopping cart. It, it drives me absolutely nuts. <laughs> and it is a giant pet peeve of mine. And I'm glad you said that, Amber. <laughs> Talking about our good habits on our Instagram story. You can find it at Froggy929. Here's what you said. Kevin from Rona Park says, I brush my teeth every morning and every night, and I floss quite a bit too. Yay! Hey! Mandy from Windsor said, I use turn signals, even when there's nobody around. That's what my mom always taught me. She said, make it a habit. Use those turn signals, which is why it became a pet peeve of mine. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Ian from Sonoma said, when people drop things in retail shops or supermarkets and just leave it, or if they mess up stuff, I try to tidy it back. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. So at Tanner's suggestion, I actually downloaded the Gas Buddy app. uh, And I saw that Costco has the cheapest gas and it's going to hurt to say this, but at $5.29. That's good to know. So I drove to Costco on Santa Rosa Avenue here in Santa Rosa yesterday, and it was absolute mayhem. I ended up not getting gas. I ended up just leaving and going to a different gas station because it was so backed up. And let me it was in the middle of the day. I think I left work yesterday at like 1231 o'clock. So I was figured not a lot of people would be there. <laughs> you know, I just thought. You saying that Costco has the cheapest gas means the line is going to be absolutely crazy at 
Costco right now. Oh, you mean, <laughs> mean people actually listen to us? Weird. So I saw people like filling up, you know, gas, like, what is it called? The little things with the handles. Oh, gosh, what? Why do I keep not being able to think of words? <laughs> like, gas handle? Gas pump? Like the, the, the to-go things. The gas... Help me out here! I'm sorry. A uh, gas container? Yeah, they were filling I up little gas containers, yeah. like the little to-go things. And I was like, what are you going to do with that? Like, freeze it? Why do you need so much of it? <laughs> and like people were honking and pulling, like yeah. double parking and pulling up next to each other and like block- locking the drive-thru. I was like, what is happening here? So like, that's probably one of the most outrageous things I've witnessed at a gas station. Because like, I get it's cheap, but you don't need to fill up your gas con- like containers. Gas can. Gas Why can. can't I think of the word can? <laughs> I couldn't think of it either. I mean, when you go to a gas station, you see a lot of wild things happen. Uh, one of my favorites is, you know, I go to the gas station every single morning before I come into the show. It's kind of like my little ritual. And so I, I, one time I went in and it was like 440. I was running late. And there was a line of about six or seven people. And I was like, that's weird. There's usually nobody ever here. I went in, got my thing, hopped in the back of the line. The clerk was asleep. Yeah. Was asleep. It was just, and everyone was silently just waiting. Too early for them to wake up. (laughs) On the phone, we've got James from Katati. James, what's the craziest thing you've seen at a gas station? Probably crazier than my gas story, right? I I used to work at a convenience store, and I saw two ladies fighting over the last Snickers bar. (laughs) It was the last one on the shelf. One lady grabbed it. Another lady come up, grabbed it out of her hand. I actually had to call the I had to call the cops and they had to come break it out and escort both of them out and neither one of them got the Snickers bar. <laughs> Amber and Tanner every morning. Mornings really good. They're so funny. Froggy ninety two point nine. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy ninety two point nine. Kim Kardashian is facing social media backlash after her advice to women in business went viral on Wednesday. So Kim Kardashian, who is actually on the cover of Variety, along with her sisters, Courtney and Chloe, and even her mom, Kris Jenner, uh, they spoke to Variety about their new Hulu series coming up. It's called The Kardashians. But in a video interview, she said, Kim said... I have the best advice for women in business. Get up and do the work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. That's so true. You have to surround yourself with people that want to work. Have a good work environment where everyone loves what they do because you have one life. No toxic work environments and show up and do the work. So she continued to explain her thoughts on how to become a successful businesswoman, which, you know, Kim is, but she said, you know, you do have to have a good work environment and surround yourself with good people. And But when Variety, you know, shared this snippet of Kim, a bunch of Twitter comments came in and a lot of users disagreed with her comments. I mean, one person replied and said, I wish I was born rich so I could be self-made. And I mean, Kim Courtney and Chloe's father, Robert Kardashian, was famously a high-profile attorney and businessman. And I think, you know, maybe Kim Kardashian should spend some time with real people, which is the majority of us, you know, we're holding down one or two jobs at a time and still like unable to afford our own place. We're unable to afford rent or even like a smidgen of the luxuries that Kim has. 
And I think, you know, yeah, if you grew up in Beverly Hills with super successful parents in a mansion that, of course, nobody wants to hear your thoughts on successful work ethics. And I think lecturing those who aren't born on third base about their work ethic is disrespectful. So I'm seeing where people are coming from. And I'm not saying that Kim doesn't work hard. She's an entrepreneur. I've watched the show. I see all the stuff they do. But again, I understand where people are coming from. Kim doesn't have the right to tell people how to work. But do you agree with Kim that no one wants to work anymore or do the work? Or do you think that she's the last person to give work advice to the average person? Let us know. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. I, I, answer my question or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man. We have some country summer tickets for Friday on the line if you can solve today's mind bender. All right, here's the mind bender. Working mothers say coffee babysitters in this are their top three guilty pleasures in Lifesavers. So what is that third one? What is it? Here is clue number one, not sweets. Here's another clue. Most mothers don't do it every day. And here's clue number three, a major part of Sonoma County's economy. All right, what is it? 6361-HOP. Let's find out. Who's this? My name is Amber, and I'm calling from Santa Rosa. I definitely think it's a glass of wine. That's correct! Woo! Congratulations, you have won tickets to Friday, June 17th, Country Summer 2022. Oh, awesome. You are going to see Kelsey Ballerini, Russell Dickerson, Ryan Hurd, Tennille Arts, and Adam Sanders. Amber, who are you most excited to see? I definitely am so excited to see. Oh, <laughs> other Amber. <laughs> Probably Kelsey Ballerini. <laughs> How about you, Amber? <laughs> who did you say? Kelsey Ballerini. Same. I'm definitely excited to see Kelsey. She puts on a good show. Yeah. <laughs> you have won these country summer tickets thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Yesterday, I was met with the dilemma. Uh, I accidentally got some paper wet. You got paper wet? Yeah. Why is that a dilemma? It's an issue. Uh, I have like this really weird phobia of wet paper and I've (laughs) always hated it. Like I hate the way it feels and looks and every time it just happens, I cringe and I just like find a way not to touch it. Dang, man. So if uh, I had a dollar bill and it fell on wet pavement, would you pick it up? No. No? I'd, well, I'd like I'd pick it up, but I'd maybe get some like tongs or like a pencil or something and like try to pick it up. I hate, I would hate to touch it. Sir, I did not know this about you. Yeah, because it's a weird thing to admit. But I guess I'm <laughs> telling everyone I'm like you know Sonoma County right now. But you know whatever. We all have we all have weird things that we don't like, right? Yeah, you uh, you know <laughs> I have a weird one too. What's your weird phobia? I don't know if this is as weird as wet paper. <laughs> Because <laughs> I've never heard of that before. I'm going to look it up. I think other people have it, too. Yeah. Probably not. Probably a whole community. I'll try to find a Reddit thread about it. Oh, absolutely. I hate styrofoam. Yeah, that makes sense. Styrofoam, anytime a package comes and it's in styrofoam, I have to ask my girlfriend to open it, or I have to do as la- as quickly as I can, and I have to run out of the room afterwards. I hate how it feels. <laughs> it stems from my brother made me eat a styrofoam cup at the doctor's office when I was like seven. Ugh. And the feeling, the sound of it, just thinking about it right now, sends shivers down my spine. Well, luckily, people are using styrofoam less because it's so bad for the environment. 
and bad for you. Yeah. Well, we asked on Facebook. No, we didn't. We asked on Instagram at Amber and Tanner in the morning. What's a weird phobia you have? And some of these responses are absolutely hilarious. Like Valerie from Windsor. She says, I don't know if being scared of feet is unusual, but I was in therapy for a long time. Couldn't even go to the beach because I knew the evil feet would be bare. I am so sorry I laughed at that, but it's so funny that you went to therapy for fear of feet. Uh, Paula from Santa Rosa says, maybe not a phobia, but I hate wooden popsicle sticks or tongue depressors. I can gag and dry heave just thinking about them. Allison from Sebastopol said, growing up, I had a phobia of cold cheese. I couldn't eat it, touch it, smell it. I'd have a complete meltdown over it. She continued to say, I'm not quite sure why, but just thinking about how <laughs> it would make my heart race and make me tear up. It wasn't until I was in my mid-20s that I finally mustered up the courage to actually try it. Congratulations. Yes, you tried cold cheese. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Linda. Linda's hangout spot with her family is in her garage, and Barry Martindale is going to say there's a big problem with that. Hello? Hi, is this Linda? Uh, this is Linda. Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services speaking here. I'm calling you about your, uh, I guess, hangout spot in your garage at your home. Yes. I have accumulated the knowledge to know that you guys have like a pool table in there, poker table and stuff like that. It's kind of like a hangout spot. Yes. My family and I, we do that. Uh, yes. I'm talking to you about this because your hangout spot and I'm using quotations here, has raised some concerns in your neighborhood. I've, some of your neighbors have complained that the noise has been loud. Have you guys been having parties and stuff? I mean, we have, we have, like, we have little kids. We've got teenagers. They bring their friends over. We, we have fun. I mean, it's just like anybody having a backyard. Our backyard's not very large, so we started using our garage. Well, the major issue here is that some illegal gambling has been happening, and uh, me and the authorities... Wait, wait. There's no legal gambling. After some evidence and after watching what you guys do, it seems that is the case. What do you mean watching what we're doing? You know, with some investigative research, I have put a camera right outside your home to investigate and to, uh, you know, just watch what? you guys because there's some concerns. That's an invasion of privacy. I mean, I've never had any warning or notice. And now you're saying there's cameras in front of our home? I don't know if it's an invasion of privacy if you just have the garage door open. I mean, it's pretty easy to snoop. Well, why would you even be concerned about what we're doing? This is weird. Because I believe you are running an illegal gambling operation. How much money has come from this illegal gambling in the past month, Linda? We don't have an illegal... The kids play with coins. We play with a, you know some bucks here and there, but it's nothing... We're not running like a Las Vegas you know casino. I don't know what, why I'm being harassed. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. I'm Froggy Nine Two Point Nine's neighbor dispute. Oh my god, I was ready to lose my mind. Oh my god. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at seven fifty-five for the neighbor dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy Ninety Two Point Nine. Have you ever had a treasure bus? Something that you thought was worth a lot of money, and it turns out it's not. I am sad to report, I recently had a major, major treasure bust. What happened? So Amber, when I was 12 years old, I was working on a construction site. We we're demolishing a barbershop. You know, some weird 
child workforce laws there, but you know that's not the point. Hey, it's good for you. Yeah, and uh, you know we were in the like basement of this really old barber shop that's been there for years and years and years, and I found this ammo box, and I was like, that's interesting. You know, I asked my dad if I could open it. He goes, if you want. So I opened it up. It is all of these old comic books from like the 40s, the 50s, all the way up to the 70s. Yay. And the, there's like 50 of them in there. That's awesome. And so, you know, I grabbed the ammo box, took it home. And my mom said, this is going to be your retirement someday. Hmm. And I was like, yeah, I love that. And so I was just sitting around. And I read a story that like a incredible whole comic book sold for like $900,000. Whoa. And I was like, you know what? I could get $900,000 right now. So I grabbed all the comics, looked up like the numbers and all that stuff. They're all worth 30 bucks. <laughs> I mean, it depends on how many comics you have. If they're each worth 30 bucks, that could be a good chunk of money for you. They're worth, on average, $1.50 a piece. Oh, I thought they were each no. worth 30 bucks. Altogether, all this investment, my retirement, my paying off my student loan debt. <laughs> oh my I, gosh. I've had this idea in my head for years. I. I was going to be okay because I had these comic books. Turns out they're not worth anything. <laughs> Is it an investment if you found them for free? So don't worry about yeah, that too much. That's true. It's not like you pump money in it, right? <laughs> no, but that definitely is not. So disappointing. There's a dollar in my purse that's really weird looking. Yeah. And Cole told me it was like worth something, so never to use it. And I finally did the same thing the other day and looked it up, and it turns out it's only worth a dollar fifty. Dang it. I was like, well, I mean, I guess it did go up in value. <laughs> if there is anyone that knows an appraiser for comic books and stuff like that, I mean I'm doing this off my own research. We would love to hear from you, so give us a call. 636 one hop. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. I was talking to a coworker about field trips the other day. I'm not really sure why or how it got brought up, but I was telling him about uh, this field trip I went on. <laughs> My science teacher, Mr. Charles Brown, decided it'd be a great idea to take a bunch of eighth graders to the Ball and County Waste Treatment Facility. What um, a great field trip. <laughs> uh, so my friend said that when she took the permission slip to her mom that day, that her mom just kind of looked at it and goes, hmm, Charlie's taking you to the poop factory, huh? <laughs> and she came to school and she told me that. And it was like the funniest thing ever. So the whole time we were there, we were calling it the poop factory. And it sounds exactly like what it is. It's a waste treatment facility. And it was both appalling and shocking and I also would like to add that it was pretty disgusting. It sounds like your teacher was like, you know what? I have to do one field trip this year. <laughs> Any ideas? Any ideas? How about the dump? Love that. God rest his soul, Mr. Charles Brown. But that was the worst field trip I've ever been on. I've been on bad field trips, too. I totally <laughs> get it. Have you ever heard of Agriculture Day? Uh, that was every day in Georgia, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> but in the state of Washington, Agriculture Day was when you go to a farm and you get assigned certain jobs. It's basically child labor. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and everyone was like, I get to feed the cows. Aww. I get to go to distribution. No, not me. I had to clean up waste management. 
That was my job. Uh, and so, so it was kind of, we kind of had a similar definitely. situation. Maybe it was on the same day. Possibly. Across the country. Possibly. I was just doing it. I was like, this is the worst job on the planet. Why did I come? <laughs> well, uh, we asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929. What is the worst field trip you went on in school? And some these comments are absolutely hilarious. Thank you for sharing them. Deanna from Petaluma said, in college, it was environmental studies at Sonoma State, we also went to the water treatment plant. We saw where all the corn goes. See, I don't want to say that when I was talking about my field trip, but that's exactly what it is. She nailed it. <laughs> Ashley from Rona Park says, was forced to go to Sonoma County Crusher's baseball game. I hated every minute of it. <laughs> Carly from Guerneville said, in fourth grade, two cl- uh, classes got to go to the ropes course in Occidental, and the third went to the dump and recycling center to sort trash. They were not <laughs> happy. <laughs> They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. Froggy 92.9. It's the Amber Showdown. Nina from Windsor, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yes. This is how it works. Nina, I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Nina, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Hi, whoever that was in the background. Hi. That's my son, Cole. Hi, Cole. Great name. (laughs) It is a great name. (laughs) Well, I want to apologize to Cole because, Nina from Windsor, you got to talk some smack to Amber. (laughs) Okay, you're going down, Amber. I'm winning. Oh. <laughs> yeah. She has a crowd. <laughs> Nina, Amber's outside the studio. Here's question number one. A movie about Billy Joel's life called Piano Man is in development. Nina, finish the lyric. It's still rock and roll. To me. That is correct. Question number two. Hardy says that he likes writing fun lyrics. What ACM did Hardy win this year? Was it A, Male Vocalist of the Year? B, new male artist of the year, or C, songwriter of the year? Uh, A? That is incorrect. Here's question number three. John Cena is starring in a new Looney Tunes movie. What vegetable is Bugs Bunny always famously eating? A carrot. That is correct. Here's question number four. Eric Church says that he almost stopped chasing his dreams. Thankfully, he didn't. What was Eric Church's first number one hit? Was it A, Springsteen, B, Drink In My Hand, or C, Heart On Fire? Uh, Springsteen. That is incorrect. Here's question number five. Robert Pattinson is allegedly open to starring in another Twilight movie based on the Stephanie Myers book. Is Robert Pattinson's character Edward or Jacob in these movies? Edward. That is correct. I'm gonna bring Amber back in. Amber, Nina, Amber, Nina from Windsor got three out of five. Pretty good, pretty good. Not bad. All Not right. bad. All right, Amber, let's see how you do. Question number one: A movie about Billy Joel's life called Piano Man is in development. Amber, finish the lyric. It's still rock and roll. Oh my gosh! Whole night long. That is incorrect. <laughs> I like that song though. It's a good one. Here's the song. It's still rock and roll to me. To me. Oh my god. <laughs> Nina from Windsor got that correct. Amber, you are down zero to one. Here's question number two. Hardy says that he likes running writing fun lyrics. What ACM did Hardy win this year? Is it A, male vocalist of the year? B, new male artist of the year? Or C, songwriter of the year? 
Songwriter of the Year. That is correct. Nina got that incorrect. The score is tied one to one. Question three. John Cena is starring in a new Looney Tunes movie. What vegetable is Bugs Bunny always famously eating? A carrot? That is correct. Nina also got that correct. Score is tied two to two. And here's question number four. Eric Church says that he almost stopped chasing his dreams. What was Eric Church's first number one? Was it A, Springsteen, B, Drink in My Hand, or C, Heart on Fire? I think Drink in My Hand, B. That is correct. Nina got that incorrect. Amber, you are up three to two. So Nina talks smack, so she technically has three and a half out of five, so it all comes down to this. Oh. Robert Pattinson is allegedly open to starring in another Twilight movie. Which character did Robert Pattinson play in the movies? Was it Edward or Jacob? Edward Cullen. That is correct. Nina, I am so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown today. Oh, so close. You are so close. And you know what? We're feeling pretty generous today. Hi. Hi. <laughs> it looks like you and Cole, Nina, are going to see Marin Morris. Oh, yay. I'm so excited. Thank you. It's happening September 17th at the Greek Theater at UC Berkeley. It's the Humble Quest Tour. But, Nina, you did lose. You got to say the phrase. I am not smarter than Amber. But you're going to see Marin Morris on September 17th, thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Have a very important question for you. What is something every junk drawer must have in order to be considered a proper junk drawer? So the nightstand in my bedroom has turned into a junk drawer and I am not happy about it. I only have one because my bed is against the wall. And I told my girlfriend, you turned our nightstand into a junk drawer. What's, what's in there? Random batteries. Oh, okay. Random batteries is the one thing that turns a drawer into a junk drawer. And I was not having it. You're and, not wrong. Thank you. I appreciate I that. I mean, you're not wrong. Batteries in a junk drawer, yeah. I was like, you know, that's we only have one drawer. I don't want it to be a junk drawer. Anywhere <laughs> in the kitchen can be that, but just not right here. Okay. And I don't even know if the batteries are new. It's probably some old ones mixed in there. Oh, no. So here we are. What a disaster. <laughs> Normally, I'm a slob in my day-to-day -day life, so it's very strange that I care so much about this. No, you're not. I, don't, I mean, I don't think you are. I but appreciate I, that. But I don't see you after we leave the studio, so you could be. I'm a mess. <laughs> Your life is a junk drawer is what I, you're saying. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Amber, what would you say is the item in a drawer that turns a drawer into a junk drawer? This happened growing up in my with my parents, and it's now happening with me and my fiance, Cole. It's like wires and chargers. And I'm like, we should throw these away. I don't even have like an iPod classic anymore. Why do I have a charger for it? Yeah. And we're just both kind of like, oh, you never know. You might find the iPod classic one day and want to listen to music on it. And I'm like, no, probably not. I am that person in my household. I have a whole container full of just wires <laughs> for that. And is it useful? No, maybe it will someday. I don't know. It's in the junk drawer. <laughs> Asked you on Facebook, what classifies a drunk, uh, not a drunk drawer, a, a junk drawer? Grey Goose. <laughs> Some Hennessy. Uh, and here's what you said. Lily from Rotor Park says at least 20 pins. Kelly from Fullerton said random assortment of rubber bands. Jessica from Katati says ketchup packets. Ugh. Amber and Tanner. When sun comes Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9.